What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Benitez, and we have a special guest on with us today. Uh, welcome, my wife, Andrea. How's it going? How's it going? It's going awesome. Listen, we decided to jump on because I found it very beneficial for you guys for us to go over like basically New Year's resolution. We're heading into the new year and we're under grace. We're not under the law. But is there discipline under grace? Like is there like a, like practices? Some people call it grace rhythms. Do we set goals? Do we not set goals? Do we just kind of become lazy? Like I'm going to answer all these questions and get into it. As we head into the new year, this is going to help you guys because whether you have a business, maybe the Lord has put it in your heart to start a business. Maybe you want to move to L.A. and join us for ministry. Maybe you want to start your own ministry. Maybe you want to start preaching online. Maybe you want to start reading a book. Maybe you want to start reading the Bible. Maybe you want to start working out. All these little practicalities of life, um, we're going we're gonna to get into it. I love what Pastor Prince said. He said, it's funny that when Jesus was resurrected, he still cooked breakfast for the disciples. The Bible says that he was walking on the, sea, on the sides of the Sea of Galilee, and there was fish frying, there was breakfast ready for the disciples. So his point was like, even though you're resurrected, even though you're the righteousness of God, even though you're seated at the right hand of God, you still have to deal with the little practicalities of life on a daily basis, whether it's folding the laundry, whether it's cooking breakfast, whether it's dropping off the kids to school, whether it's running your business, whether it's being a good employee. So all these things we're going to get into today. So right off the bat, New Year's resolution. So we understand we're under grace, right? The Bible says, for sin shall not have dominion over you because... Why, why why, does sin not have dominion over you? Because you are not under the law, but you are under grace. Romans 6, 14. So under grace, there's a fine line, Dre. I was just talking to you about this briefly because we're, we're closing out the year. And honestly, first of all, I just want to thank the Lord Jesus. What a phenomenal, amazing year it has been for uh, us as a truth team, but also individually for my wife and I as a marriage. It's been an amazing year. What an amazing year it has been. And as we go into 2024, we we have meetings for our truth team. It's not just me. It's not just my wife. We have a team with us. And there's a lot of implementations, I called it, that will take place in the new year. So what's the balance with all that? What's the balance between between trying to run a business, trying to be a father, trying to be a dad, trying to be an employee, trying to maybe, you know, grow in the Lord and read the Bible more? What's the balance to all these things? A lot of people would ask me like, well, you know what, Anthony, I don't want to do it out of like being under the law. I don't want to put myself under the law. And that's rightfully so. And I want to start off right off the bat with this. There is a difference. You see, under grace, and this is the maturity of how learning how to be led by the Spirit. Under grace, it's not you doing it out of your effort. 
and then implementing rules and regulations and New Year's resolutions to do it. Under grace, the Bible says in John, I am the true vine, you are the branches. Abide in me. In other words, rest. So this is the key right here. I am the vine, Jesus says, you are the branches. Abide in me, rest in me, and you will bear much fruit. We all want to have fruitful lives. We all want to have a fruitful marriage. We want to have a fruitful ministry. We want to have a fruitful business. But the key here is exactly what Jesus said. And this is such a key, such a marvelous foundation for our lives is Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. And if you want to bear much fruit, if you want to live a transformed life, if you want to bear fruit in your business, if you want to bear fruit in your marriage, this is the key. What's the key, Anthony? Abide in me. In other words, rest in me. You see, under grace, we don't do it out of our effort. Under grace, what happens is this, and I'm, and I'm just going to get really practical today, is the Lord will give you the desire. So, for instance, like if Drea and someone else on my team, Steph, if they have a desire to to create some sort of calendar, to create this this in the ministry, to begin uh, building devotionals, maybe they have a desire to write this book or whatever it is. Under grace, because we are one with Christ, the vine and the branch are actually one. It's not like a... It's not like a tree. It's not like there's a vine and then the branches are to the side. The branches are the vine. Selah. So we are so one with Christ that what happens is in Philippians, it says that it is both God who gives you the will and it is both God who works it out through you, who gives you the power to do it. So this is how it works under grace is that the Lord will give you the desire Let's say if you want to start a devotional, he will give you the desire to do so. If it's within you, it's from the Lord, unless it's like an ungodly desire. Like, you know, you know, I, I have a desire to just break off with my wife and start a new marriage. That's an that's the flesh or that's the devil. That, that's that's ungodly. But any type of godly desire, it's not you that desires to create a devotional. It's not you that desires to start to pray more. It's not you that desires to grow in the Lord. It's not you that desires, I want to listen to this podcast. I want to start a podcast. It's not you. Any godly desire, it's from the Lord. The Bible says, I will write my laws into their hearts. I will give them the desires. Not only, this is the beauty of grace. Not only does the Lord give you the desire, but he also works it out through you. And all our responsibility is to simply rest, let go, and allow the Lord to work out that which he has put in. That's something big that I just said. All our responsibility is, is to allow, is to let go and to rest and to allow the Lord to work out that which he has put in us. If he has not put it in us and you are trying to work it out, that's works. If there is no desire in me to go into this city I will not do it. This is just practicalities. And here's another key that would help you. Let's say, for instance, let's say if the Lord, if you feel like I, I want to 
start going on, you know, television ministry, or I want to start doing these podcasts, or I want to start writing this book. If, listen to this, if it causes so much stress in you, and if it causes so much manpower and just natural strength, shut it down. Like, for instance, Dre, if the minute, and I told this even to Declan, I said the minute that we start doing something and there is so much stress in it and it's so much natural strength, human power, effort in it, I will shut it down. Everything under grace is effortless. Everything under grace is effortless. So even if Dre, if Dre is like, you know what, I'm going to start to write these devotionals. And then it, she just, it stresses her mind out. That's not God. That's you under your efforts. That's the, that's the flesh. Grace, there is a grace, there is an empowerment to it. It's unworked for favor. But you, when you receive it unworked for, undeserved, then it empowers you and encourages you to do it. If I'm jumping on here, for instance, and I'm having a tough time to just minister to you, shut it down. But if I jump on here, which I do every single time, I don't necessarily jump on here with notes, though there's nothing wrong with notes. But when I jump on here, I just I allow the Lord to minister through me. I just get out of the freaking way and I, I allow the Lord to just do it. So here's a, a important key for your life, listener. If there's an, a new endeavor that you're that you want to embark on in the new year. And if it causes you so much stress. If there's so much natural strength going into it, if 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 you are finessing your way into it, shut it down. That's works. But if there is a desire in you and the minute, for instance, if he gives you a desire to write a book and then you, you, you just start to write and there's just a flow to it, there's an ease to it. It's of God. Continue to flow in that grace. This is how it is to be led by the spirit. This is very practical when it comes to even to praying. If there's no desire to pray, then a lot of people are not going to like this. Then don't pray. But if there's a desire to pray, then then learn how to be led by the Spirit. Jesus said, take my yoke upon me. In the Old Testament, two oxen. You have one older mature ox and one younger baby ox. They will be tied up together by a yoke. And when the older ox would turn left to get a drink of water, the younger immature baby ox better turn left. If it goes the opposite way and it resists it, that's what the Bible calls a stiff-necked person. That neck will be so stiff because it's, it's resisting it. They're yoked together on the neck. And if the mature ox goes left and then the baby ox says, no, I don't think so. I'm going to go the other way. It's stiff-necked, stiff-necked people. In other words, you are resisting. You are not flowing with God. So if there's a flow to it, if you feel like, you know what, for whatever reason, I want to start going to the gym, then start going to the gym. If you're forcing it, in other, like, it, it's, it's, it's out of works. It's out of works. So New Year's resolution, is it for us? Dre, is a New Year's resolution for those who are under grace? You know, there's a there's a fine line because I was talking to Dre about this earlier and under grace, what happens a lot is people just become flaky. So if I have no desire to pray, Anthony, if I have no desire to even work, Anthony, then you're what you're saying is don't do it. 
I'm going to tell you this, and some of you guys may not like it, but there is discipline under grace. A lot of people, especially if you grew up in a undisciplined household, if you just slept till whatever time, if you did whatever you wanted to do, if you were just lazy and all, and all the time, and now you're a new creation, a lot of the times, those devotionals, those uh, that hour and a half to that cut off to be able to do something is going to help you because discipline will help you. A lot of the times, if you didn't grow up playing sports, if you didn't grow up in a military home, if you just grew up just doing whatever you want, now you're under grace and now you're born again and you want to learn how to read the Bible, it's going to help you to cut off, to schedule some time throughout the day to do it. Not out of religious obligation, but you do it to help you. Some people call it grace rhythm. Some people call it spiritual disciplines. Call it whatever you want to call it. But if you are undisciplined and you yourself can only be humble with yourself and realize, hey, you know what? If a day is left to me to do whatever I want, no one told me what to do the entire day, what would you accomplish that day? That is your true self. Grace and freedom only manifest the true self within you. If you have the entire day to yourself and no one tells you what to do, what will you do that entire day? What are you going to do with no one's looking? That is your true self. If you have the entirety of your day just completely to yourself and then you end up accomplishing zero, that's that's your true self. That's why the Bible says in, in the book of Proverbs, go to the ant. You sluggard, you slothful. The Bible has a lot to say about lazy and slothfulness. You may not like it, but this is the truth. So in going into the new year, it is healthy. I would say, yes, it is healthy. I wouldn't call it New Year's resolutions, but it is healthy to implement these disciplines or these to schedule in some time to pray, schedule in some time to read the Bible, schedule in some time to fast. What, fasting under grace? That's a whole other teaching. Scheduling some time to work out, for goodness sake. Scheduling some time. These little disciplines will help you. Especially, especially if you're the first person saved or if you grew up in a home where they didn't, like you just ate whatever you wanted. To, you ate Twinkies all day. You watched cartoons all day. And, and you have to learn how to be a king. You are a king. Now act like a king. Trey, you got something to say about it? Uh, you raised your hand. Yeah. So you might be asking, Anthony, I but I don't have that discipline. Like, where do I get this discipline from? Like, where do I get this energy? I don't have the energy. I don't have that vision. Like, how do I get started? So Anthony started off by talking about desire and praying for, you know, whatever, you know, you want the Lord to help you out with. So like, let's say with me, I don't want to definitely don't want to do it in my own effort. So I go, I've been praying about like, hey, you know, what that desire, that that one thing that you want me to do, just give me that desire so in my heart to actually fulfill it. Yeah, and good. he will give you that desire. So desire, that word, in a sense, it also, it's like the, the drive mm -hmm. or the passion um, to get that done. And if it's like, let's say for me, I started, you know, uh, on my background's design and, you know, I went into like finance and then we started the ministry, but that was still something in my heart that I wanted to just output. There was, you know, a desire still to get all these creative things out. And so I prayed about it and that desire was still there. And so now, you know, we're able to 
um, do the truth merch. You know, we have a, I have a golden leaf and um, go check it out. And so again, only because we're under grace does not mean that you get to chill out. You know, uh, Pastor Prince says direct activity mm-hmm. is still rest. Mm-hmm. So that desire um, drives those specific disciplines or uh, activities um, to get that, whatever that desire is done. Um, so I just wanted to say that. That's really good. I was really, when you were saying that, as you were opening, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, you know what would be good is to pray for the desire. Because that's really good. Because without it, like you said, you're doing it out of the flesh. And you will burn out. And, and there's, you'll be unhappy with it. Yeah, and ultimately, there's no love for it. Like, right. there's no force to it. Like, for you to get something accomplished, like, under effort, is burnout. You just said it. But if it's under grace, again, the Lord will give you that desire that love for it, that vision, and grace itself, that power, that empowerment to actually get it fulfilled will go right along with it. So there will be no burnout. It will just be a vision. And once you get to it, you're going to be like, thank the Lord, because I started off with nothing and I didn't think that I was going to get this all on my own. But thank God for the grace of God. Yeah, you'll be like the burning uh, burning bush burning but never burnt out and that's literally how it is to be led by the spirit like for instance the begin i'll give you guys a good example at the beginning of the year i had no desire to open up a food initiative or like a food pantry to start to feed the homeless to start to we we blessed them with clothing and toys and financial assistance throughout the entire year but it wasn't until recently where there was a burning desire within me to to start a entity to not only like help with shelter and clothing but even on a practical weekly basis groceries and food for families to help them to cook to sustain them while they get on their feet that desire wasn't there the beginning of the year so i didn't do it i told Dre. she said you know food food will be a good idea what did i say i said no (laughs) i said no i said because i i have no desire in me to do it but when you allowed the Lord, when you see this is this is the thing. Solomon said that the Lord has gifted me with a large heart, largeness of heart. When you have a heart that is open for correction, for pruning, when you have a heart for Jesus, like Dre is saying, at the beginning of the year, you might not have a desire to to open up that business. You might not have a desire to open up this branch or whatever it is. But as you pray, like she was saying, as you pray to the Lord and you ask him, give me this desire, help me, put this in me to want to do something about it. And when that desire is there, you you run with it. Spirit-led activity is still resting. It, it's, it's, it baffles me because under grace, grace is of the heart. I'm not talking about quitting your job. Physical activity, I'm not that that's that's natural. What I'm saying is grace and law is of the heart. You can be resting on your bed and be under the law and working anxiously. Or you can be working out, you can be running business meetings left and right, and you can be at rest within your heart. That's grace. Everything is internal, everything is spiritual. The physical is it just helps us is it's a visual aid to see that which is a spiritual reality. So into the new year, 
yes, it, it's super helpful. It's super helpful to carve out time to pray. And I would definitely start with what Jerry was talking about. Pray and ask, ask the Lord. I have no desire to work out. I know that my, and I'm going to get into like some, I don't know why I'm getting into it, but I'm just led by it. I'm going to step on some toes, but whatever. I have no desire to work out. Okay. I have no desire to work out, but I know I, I need to work out. Obviously, I've gained 30 pounds since whatever. So I'm going to pray to the Lord at the beginning of the year. And I'm going to say, Lord, I have no desire within me to work out. I'm going to ask the Lord, give me a desire to work out. Give me a desire for eating healthy. Maybe like as a man, I don't like vegetables. I don't like salads. And I'm not going to do it out of like just obligation. Give me a desire, Lord. Give me a desire. Like for instance, for me, I used to love sweets to the point where, where even my mom nowadays, so she still thinks I'm like, hey, you know, she's like, you like this chocolate? And I'm, I have literally no desire for chocolate. She's like, what? <laughs> she's like, you want this chocolate, Biko? She's so amazing. I love you, mom. But no, I have no desire for chocolate. But two two years ago, I love chocolate. I would be eating a chocolate bar a week. Yes. But within me, there's no desire for chocolate. And it, it's like, that's, that's, that's the gracious life. Is that instead, because what happens is if you do it out of your works, I'm going to cut chocolate out of my diet. Three months from now, you're going to be eating twice as much chocolate as you did i'm gonna i'm gonna stop eating these cookies and then you're gonna eat other cookies that's the law that's what romans chapter 7 which many people cannot understand if you say i want to do good you're gonna end up doing bad i'm sorry that's just the way you're it gonna works. end up getting like 10 different plates when you order exactly you're like i'm gonna <laughs> but i'm doing good yeah, I'm going to restrict my diet and then you go to the buffet line and then you have 10 different plates. That's just the way the flesh works. We're not in the flesh, but the flesh is in us. And that's the way the flesh is activated. The flesh is activated by the law. So if I say I'm going into the new year and even secular studies clearly show us that that 95% of people who start New Year's resolutions break it by what? Like, look at it. Maybe it was like the third week of January. Because that's the law. That is the law. So so you don't agree with New Year's resolutions, Anthony. I don't agree with anything that is dogmatic. Anything that is dogmatic is the law. Selah. Anything that is dogmatic is the law. Oh my gosh, I need to pray 55 minutes a day before I leave my house to work. That's That's the law. That is the law. You're stirring up your flesh and the flesh produces death. Jesus said the flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that gives life. So anything dogmatic is the law. I'm going to leave. I can't leave until I pray for all my six kids in tongues for five minutes. That's the law. I need to read five chapters a day. That's the law. So what do we do, Anthony? Nothing? No. You pray, like we've been saying, you pray for the desire. When the desire is there, Flow with it. Do not ignore the desire. That's one mistake you can make is that there's a desire. For instance, it's 5 p.m. There's a desire for me to read Proverbs. All 10 chapters, the first 10 chapters. If I ignore it and I try to do it at 7 p.m., the, the grace isn't going to be there to read 10 chapters. But if I feel a burning desire for me to read the Bible and I open up the Bible, Revelation, left, right, there's a grace, there's an empowerment, there's a flow. It's, it's, it's like dancing. It's like tango or salsa. There's only one person who leads, and that's the Holy Spirit. So if the Holy Spirit is pushing you this way, uh, 
chica, girl, you better go to the left and follow the dance moves of the Holy Spirit. If the, if the oxen, if the older oxen is going to the left and stopping to rest, but you think, no, no, I'm going to continue to pray tongues of fire. And, and it's like, no, rest. If the Lord is telling you, watch that football game. But within you, you're like, but that's not spiritual. I want to read the Bible. Yeah, but what you don't realize is that, and this has happened to me, in your heart, you're doing it out of works. You're doing it out of works. You're doing it to become. You're doing it to get. That's works. It's so subtle, but it takes maturity to understand what I'm talking about. So if the Lord says, stop, then stop. If the Lord says, read the Bible, read the Bible. If the Lord says, you know, just chill, enjoy your wife. Enjoy your freaking family. Enjoy your kids. Take them to the park. Watch that football game. Just chill out. Chill out then. But with the desire is there, I need to, you know, I'm driving to work and there's a desire to pray in tongues. Then pray in tongues. At that time, the mistake would be for you to put on Bad Bunny and start singing to Bad Bunny instead of following the Holy Spirit and praying in tongues at that time. Or whoever your chosen artist is, whatever. So this, like, these are practicals of life. So as you go into the new year, how is this going to help us in the new year? As you go into the new year, if there is a desire, begin to implement, not dogmatic, but there is goals. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Like, for instance, my team, I've set out seven, I call them implementations. You can call them implementations if you want. Seven implementations for the new year, where there's new entities, whether it's this, whether it's that, whether it's that. And as a leader, I'm presenting it to them. This is where we're going this year. Now question, where did I get those seven implementations? There's a desire in me from the Lord to do it. And I just put it on paper. Psalms 37, 4, it says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of our heart. That's really good. So that's a key. I think it was Womack that said that. He said to delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So a lot of people take it this way, which you can. There's two interpretations I would say that I agree with. Number one is you delight yourself in the Lord, and he gives you what you desire, which is true. The Bible says in First or Second Timothy that he gives us richly all things to enjoy. But I like this interpretation, which makes sense, especially with what we're talking about. You delight yourself in the Lord and he gives you the desires inside your heart. He gives you the desires. You, you, how do you delight yourself in the Lord? You pray, you fast if, if you're led to, you simply sit and meditate maybe on three scriptures, you listen to a preaching, you listen to a podcast, you start to do spiritual exercises, not out of religious obligation, but out of intimacy and in relationship with Jesus. And when you do that, the more you spend time with him, you delight yourself in the Lord, and the result is that he will give you the desires. And those desires that are given, now work them out. Does that make sense? You delight yourself in the Lord. He gives you the desires. The desires are there. There's a desire for me to start this business. Okay, now work it out. And flow. And pray and ask for wisdom. Always ask for wisdom. I'm going to say that one more time. Always ask for wisdom. It's great humility to ask for wisdom. Ask for wisdom. Ask for the spirit of wisdom. Ask for spiritual understanding. Ask for a large heart. These are the keys. These are the things that Solomon, that King Solomon asked for. And to this day, inflation taken, he is the richest man in the universe. But he, what did he do first? He asked for wisdom. 
He said, I am like a child. I don't know how to come in or how to go out. In other words, I need your wisdom. I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. That's humility. And grace is attracted to humility. So when you ask for wisdom, he will show you how to implement it. So he'll give you the desire to open that business. You ask for wisdom and start to write these things down. Write them down. Make goals and implement them. But do not be dogmatic. Be open to different directions. Be, don't be condemning about it, but be open to different directions. Yeah, I mean, also keep it at like maybe three. Because if you really like... Yeah, for your personal life. Personally, like when it comes down to writing things out, like I would, I, I remember maybe like a year ago, like I, I there's just so many things that I want to do. And so you might be overwhelmed and then you're like, oh my God, there, by the end of the year, it's like you did nothing. So it's like really just focus on those things that the Lord really set on your heart, write them down. And maybe, you know, you can add to it and just mm -hmm. give little descriptions, but you need to see it. You need to see it on paper, not just keep it in your head. So what happens is that once you see it on your your vision board or on your notebook or whatever, you actually get uh, kind of excited about it. It's like you see it with your own eyes. It's not just in your head, you know, in your own thought. You actually, you know, see it. You get a vision. You get an imagination yep, for it. And then you start dreaming about it. And before you know it, you get excited and they come to pass, you know. That's so important. I w I'm glad you said that because I was just thinking about that. Imagination. I like vision boards. I might create one this year. I might not. It depends if I feel like it or not. But I like it. Why? Because they, they're a visual aid. Well, Anthony, don't you know that's demonic? The Bible says that Jacob, Jacob, go to Genesis. Jacob was spoken by the Lord and he said, listen, when he was hoodwinked by his uncle Laban, the Lord spoke to him in a dream and he said, listen, I know there's only a white pure uh, calves I'm paraphrasing now and I know that your agreement was with your uncle Laban that you would receive all the speckled calves but there's no speckled here he hoodwinked you he tricked you I understand that and and they're only going to reproduce what they are and they're all just clean white calves so do this grab a wood put speckles on it and listen to this now when the two calves begin to conceive and reproduce put the wood that is speckled in front of them while and this is in the bible so just relax while they are conceiving put the speckled wood in front of them for the for the for the sheep to see it and what happened you have these pure white calves conceiving and while they're conceiving they're looking at the speckled wood that jacob put in front of their eyes and they gave birth to speckled calves. Interesting. Think like think about it. Go look it up for yourself. I may have butchered the details, but you get the gist of my story. That is a visual aid. So the Bible calls our imagination. Uh, the Hebrew word is yetzer. Y-E-T-S-E-R. That word means womb. So your imagination is your spiritual womb. The Bible says in 1 Peter, guard up the loins... What do loins do? Loins is your private parts. Gird up the loins of your heart. Gird up the loins of the truth. Your mind, whether you like it or not, whatever you see, how you see yourself, how you see who you are, how you see the world, 
you will manifest that. That's why it's important to be rooted in righteousness. It's important to be rooted in your identity, in new creation. Because that, many people are like, you go into secular, just, you know, create your own identity. Well, friend, you're going to, you're going to, you're in for a, a crazy ride because there's only one identity. You're either in Adam or you're a new creation in Christ and you are the righteousness of God. So when you are established in your identity in Christ as the righteousness of God, and you see, you literally, you see yourself with the imagination. You see yourself rich. You see yourself healed. You need to see yourself healed before you are healed. Before you manifest the healing, I should say. Because the truth is you are already healed. And I'm going to wrap this up with this, this great story. There was a man of God who um, was telling me about the story. Back in the day, there was an evangelist, a healing evangelist. I guess what they would call them. I think it's a weird title, but whatever. They would go around and um, there was this lady who couldn't see. She had like thick, like Coke bottle uh, specs, uh, specs, like glasses, like thick seeing glasses. So the evangelist went, laid, laid his hands on her and said, do you see? Or actually he said this, let me take it back. He took, he took off the glasses from this lady and he said, can you see? And she said, no, I can't see. You took away my glasses, Sonny. <laughs> but, she, but he said, no, no, no. I need you to see. Can you see? She said, what do you mean? And she couldn't understand it. What, he, what his point was that he was trying to get her to see that she was healed before the manifestation came. She was trying to get her to see herself already not needing those specs before she was healed. You see, a lot of times we're trying to walk by sight instead of faith. We need to see ourselves already rich. So because I'm rich, because I have unlimited resources, I will begin to open all these business endeavors. Well, Anthony, you, don't you think it's wise for you to have at least fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 saved up for each endeavor? No. My reality, my citizenship, the Bible says our citizenship is in heaven. My resources come from God Almighty. I'm not a natural human being. I have a shepherd who provides for me. The Lord is my shepherd. I will never lack. So because, because I am rich, because I am the righteousness of God, I will open up these entities. You see what I'm saying? This is, there, there is a clear difference. So to wrap this up is, I mean, we're, we're just kind of flowing and just talking. We're talking about imagination. We're talking about being established in your identity. And we're talking about your desires. We're talking about spirit-led activities. So yes, I do agree there is spiritual disciplines and or grace rhythms, whatever you want to call it. I I personally believe you have to be honest with yourself. If you are really undisciplined and a good temperature check is just give yourself the entire day without your husband, without your wife. Whatever you do that day is your true identity. Because you can be with your pastor and with your pastor, you know, you, you take your Bible and I'm actually like, I'm very spiritual. But then you're on your day off, all you do all day, and there's nothing wrong necessarily. All you do all day is just eat and maybe like play video games or watch football. I don't know. Again, there's nothing wrong with these things. But these are all good temperature checks. Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Personally, my, like if someone gave me six hours to myself, I... Like I personally, I, I really enjoy just sp spending time with the Lord. That's just, that's just the desire that he's given me. And if you can't say that about yourself, not to condemn you, friend, 
But if you want to grow in that, if you want to be like, you know what, Anthony, I really want to be able to, to have a dedication to read the Bible. That's amazing. If the desire is there, that's amazing. Ask the Lord to give you grace for that. Ask the Lord to empower you. Ask the Lord, you know what, Lord, I really want to know more about your word. I, need, I want to know you more this year. Then ask him, ask for the desire, ask for the grace. And when it is there, run with it. You, you see what I'm saying? Because a lot of the times it's like, and all these crazy, kooky, charismatic Christians will like boast, you know what, I actually pray three hours a day, praise God. I read my Bible four hours a day. I don't watch any TV. And then they come off condemning to people. So then people out of condemnation, out of works, will try to implement that in their life. And they just dig a deeper hole because they're doing it not out of grace. They're doing it not because they want to. They're doing it because out of condemnation and guilt. Never, listen to this, never do anything out of guilt or condemnation. Never do anything out of guilt or condemnation. And even, you want a deeper truth? If anyone, if, you're, if your spouse, if your wife, if your husband, if your mother-in-law, if your boyfriend, if your girlfriend, if your friends, if anyone ever guilt trips you, cut it off. Don't do it. That's condemnation, and condemnation will kill you. If that person is always guilt tripping you, why aren't you doing this? You should be doing this. Why aren't you doing that? Is you need to cut that thing off. That is a guilt trip. It's toxic. It's toxicity, and condemnation will kill you. You don't realize that the devil uses instruments. God uses anointed vessels. The devil uses other people's mouths. And if that spouse, if that cousin, if that boss, if that uh, wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, partner, whatever, whoever it is, if they're continuously guilt tripping you, cut it off. You need to realize you are under grace and that is just continuously weighing you down. Do not do anything out of guilt. Do not do anything out of condemnation. And if you have that, that's I, I honestly I've had to cut relationships off. Close relationships that I'm not even going to voice. I've had to, me personally, I had to cut relationships off that were just, every time I talk to this person, just guilt, condemnation. Brody, I don't need this. I'm sorry. I love you. Goodbye. Well, don't you know? Yeah, but the Bible says you have to be wise as snakes and as innocent as doves. Um, I didn't cut them out and give them the middle finger. I just said, I just, I, bye. Goodbye. That's it. So realize these things. As you go into the new year, I want to encourage you. Yes, if the desire is there, it's important for you to have a vision. It's important for you to imagine. It's important for you to see it with the eyes of your heart. It's important for you to implement these things. Write these things down and begin to meditate on it. Begin to declare that is who you are. Begin to talk about it. Many people have these grand visions, but they don't even talk about it. Because then they would be like, oh, I'm a fool. Well, friend... God told Abraham to introduce himself from Abram to Abraham, the father of many nations, when he had zero children. So he went around saying, I'm the father of many nations. How are you? And they would laugh at him. And yet we, a lot of times, shy back from saying, you know, I'm going to be doing this. This year, I'm opening this coffee shop. This year, I'm opening this business. This year, I'm going to write a book. And we're so afraid, so timid, so fearful of people's freaking opinions mm -hmm. that we wouldn't even open up our mouth but my friend you cannot have with that which you do not declare 
Write that down. You cannot have. You cannot have that which you do not declare. You cannot have that which you do not see yourself with as. You cannot have that unless you declare it. Unless you see yourself as it. And everything must be rooted in the Word of God. Everything must be rooted in your identity as the righteousness of God in Christ. Remember that. So. As we end with that, you have any any last things to say, Dre? Yeah, I mean, when you the last thing that you said was, I, it just came to me being led in the spirit. I know that we talked about this maybe in our one of our last episodes, but being led in the spirit is also being at peace. So think about it this way: if you're a spirit, you should always be at peace, right? So if anything disrupts that peace, you're not in the spirit; you're under law. So just just think about it that way. If you're more of a, oh, I don't feel it type of person, if you do start feeling fear or condemnation like he was talking about or guilt, take that as red flags. Um, so when you do feel it, you should always be at peace while making those decisions, right? And if there's something that you think about and you just get a red flag, then don't. But, you know, if going back to the desire that can also be a little, you know, nerve wrecking, you know, you're doing something for the first time, that's completely normal. But at the same time, you know, it's you and the Lord, if he put that desire in you, and he's giving you the strength to do it. I mean, what is there to fear It's you and the Lord and not anybody else? It's not your it's not their vision. You know, it's it's your vision. That's something that you do you long for, and that you want to happen. And whether like he said, it's a business, or going to the gym, or, you know, working on your weight or whatever it is, you know, do it out of because, you know, you want to be a better person and you want to grow, whether spiritual, uh, spiritually, emotionally mm -hmm. um, or physically. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, all these things that that's great. If there's an absence of peace, that's a red light. So the Lord leads you by still waters. Psalm 23. You are you are seated at the right hand of God, you are in Christ at the right hand of God. That is your, that's your position in the spirit and you are at rest. So whenever you, anything like Dre was talking about, whenever, whenever anything disrupts your rest, that's a red light. Stop it. That That's the, the Lord leads us the majority of the time by red lights. If you have a funny feeling in, in, in your heart, in your stomach, that's a red light. Don't go there. Don't talk to that person. Cut it off. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't go in there. Don't make that turn. Go this way instead. He will always lead you by peace. You you are seated at the right hand. That Jerry said, you are a spirit. You are seated at the right hand of God. That's your position right now. That's the reality. Regardless of how you feel, regardless of where you're at right now, you are seated next to God the Father. So you are at rest. When there is an absence of peace, that's a red light. Don't go there. Stop it. Cut it off and move on. Now, to wrap it up, I mean, I think these are all good practicals that we've, we've been talking about. And there's so much more. But I want to end with this. As we close out the year, 2023, as we, as we look back, it was such an amazing year. And I really want to encourage you, if this podcast, if this ministry, if we have helped you at all if we've encouraged you maybe you received some understanding maybe you received some revelation maybe you were healed maybe you 
appreciate the fact that you have some people that are actually in grace, whether you live in South Dakota, maybe you live in Missouri and you feel alone. Maybe this serves as a fellowship, realizing you have people that are that are with you. And the Lord has blessed this podcast literally organically. And that's that's one thing that we have to understand as we as we set these visions and these goals and disciplines. Never, never, never despise small beginnings. Never despise small beginnings. The Lord uses the small things to confound the great things. Always realize everything is in a seed form. So whether it's a business, whether it's a whatever it is, never despise the days of small beginnings. That's actually a scripture. So if this ministry has ever encouraged you, helped you, given you understanding, opened your eyes to grace. Maybe you've seen Jesus as we preached, as we as we taught on the podcast episodes, as we close out the year. I really want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to give a year-end gift. I never really talk about giving much unless I do teachings on tithing, but I want to, as we end the year, I, I, I'm not I'm not at liberty right now to disclose the things that are going to be happening in the ministry for 2024, but I'm telling you, they are, at least for me, they they, they they stretch my imagination. They stretch me out because these are big things that we're implementing into the new year, and they stretch me out in a good way. They, they, they push my level of limitation. They increase that which I, I'm only seeing as safe. So if this ministry has helped you, encouraged you, blessed you, given you understanding. I really want to encourage you. Help out our ministry as we go into the new year and give a year-end gift. Even above the tithe, even above uh, whatever it is, I want to, I want you to really begin to 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 be plugged in. If if you listen to us faithfully, then the Bible says where your where your money is is where your treasure is, where your heart is. Where the treasure is is where your heart is. So in other words, I love. I was talking to Declan and he was telling me, you know what, I had this subscription to something. And when I had this subs- subscription to this thing, I was very desirous over that subscription. And he said the minute that I cut off my money flowing into that subscription, there was no desire to get plugged into those subscriptions. Your, where your money is, whether you like it or not, is where your heart is. And if you've been having fellowship with us, if you've been blessed, if you've been receiving understanding, revelation, if you've seen Jesus, if you've been established in righteousness, if you have been encouraged or helped or blessed, maybe you like what we do when we go into the projects. Maybe the Lord has placed in your heart to move to L.A. So I always say that because I know for a fact there's people that the Lord has, has placed in their hearts a desire to move to L.A., Friend, I really want to encourage you, as we close out this year, give a year-end gift to this ministry. And there's so much going on, whether it's festivals, whether it's planning a church, whether it's different uh, branches within the ministry that it's going to happen in 2024. I, w- I want to encourage you, help us and bless us, bless our ministry with a year-end gift. I never really do offering messages but as a year-end gift, I really felt the Lord, we're talking about desires, right? I really felt the Lord to to exhort you and say, hey, if we've blessed you, I'm using a scripture now, if we blessed you with spiritual, material, spiritual meat, it's only right for us to receive that which is natural, your material means. If we blessed you, 
you can give you can go to our website cash app paypal um venmo all these things we're a 501 501c3 non nonprofit corporation tax deductible all these things um and to throw that in also as a transition dre do you want to talk about your calendar so stephanie who's on our uh, team her and my wife drea created this amazing by the way if you haven't seen our website go check it out drea is super amazing when it comes to creativity she created that website so there's so much going on but you want to talk a little bit about the calendar because the reason why is if you give any gift listen if you give any gift at all 50 cents a dollar we're gonna we're gonna send you this amazing, unique, creative, uh, minimalistic calendar, which Dre's gonna talk about right now for free. It's gonna be a digital calendar for anyone who gives any amount. A digital calendar, and it's also going on sale for print. So you want to talk a little bit about it? <laughs> yeah. So um, Steph and I have been talking about this calendar for a couple of months. And if you know about uh, Stephanie, you know, I met her in the East Coast and she's also from California. One of our, aside from like food, <laughs> our common ground is also like nature. We love taking pictures of, you know, just sunsets and cute flowers and all this cool stuff. Um, we just enjoy it. So we basically developed an archive of all these photos and we're like, hey, it'll be super cool if we can just create this calendar this truth calendar and put it all together in like a visual form and so to add to that you know we um added bible scriptures to every month so if you're interested um it's super cool it's super like you said minimalistic um but yet very um uh vibrant vibrant what do you want to call vibrant cool colorful colorful. Um, I think you'll like it. So if you want to get a piece uh, of this, go to our website and you can actually type in the code TRUTH24 uh, when you give. Um, so so do this. Go ahead and give whatever Anthony just talked about. Go ahead and give whatever amount. Go to our store. You're going to see the calendar at checkout. Use the discount code truth 24 and you'll get it shipped for free um but yeah we're excited and i hope you like it and if you do like it there's also a print form version which is which is what we're um offering on sale by the way we're just going over announcements so if you haven't checked out the the merch that we have we just released some sweatpants some maroon hoodies (laughs) um some new hats this calendar is available in print form if you like it i would suggest don't just keep it on your laptop print that sucker out and put it on your wall and write and write those three visions those three goals the lord has placed in your heart print that sucker out put it on your wall and write those visions write those goals so if you like it i mean we're giving it we're giving it away for free for whoever gives whatever amount the digital form but if you like it go ahead and purchase the printed form which is on our website as well not only that, but check out all the merch. Check out the new hoodies. We got sweatpants. Uh, if you live on the East Coast, I know you can use some sweatpants for sure because <laughs> I know it's cold out there. Um, not only that, but we have people from, I mean, we have friends. People are listening from Canada now. Recently, this past week, we had some listeners come in from Canada, France, Bahrain, Romania, Russia, um, the UK, 
Uh, we have a strong core in the United States. Um, it's amazing. And this is only the podcast platform. We still have people listening from the YouTube things that are coming in that we haven't really spent too much time, to be honest with you, at YouTube. But the new year is going to change that a lot. But um, yeah, so it's going to be an amazing time. Go ahead and do exactly what my just said. And um, yeah, so before we close out the year, I just want to say thank you guys. Like I wanted to jump on here. We're still going to continue with the Enthroned series, just so you guys know. And I have a special guest on for you to close out the year for Ephesians 5 and Ephesians 6. But I just wanted to jump on here as a New Year special, like friend, uh, family, brother, sister. I want to say thank you because it's it's such an amazing, it's an amazing, ama and I feel it. When I jump on this mic, I know that I'm not just talking to the people who are here with setup, with mics, whether it's Drea, whether it's my team, whatever it is. I know that this is, it's crazy that it's going out not only in the, in the U.S., but throughout the world. So I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate you. My wife and I, from the bottom of our heart, we appreciate the the loyalty. We appreciate the the um, just you guys following us and the fellowship. And we just want to say thank you. Happy New Year. Whatever you guys are going to do, enjoy it. Live it up. Um, and realize that Jesus Christ himself, he is a wonderful and gracious savior who has blessed you the bible says he has given us all things richly to enjoy enjoy your life enjoy your family i know many preachers don't say that but enjoy your life enjoy your family enjoy your kids enjoy the money that god has given you and and begin to just invest it whatever it is just just go for it just go for it. Don't be afraid of people's opinion. If he's called you to move somewhere, then do it. If he's called you to cut that person off, cut it off. Stop wasting time and realize that Jesus is at the center of everything. And he is such a gracious, and I want to end with this, he's such a gracious Savior. that Whatever it is, whether it's something so small, there's nothing so small for you to ask the Lord about. There's nothing so small for you to ask him for help. He loves when you ask him for help. He loves when you are vulnerable with him. He loves when you're just open with him. Lord, I'm just frustrated today with this person. He loves that. He loves when you just become just real. Just be just be yourself and, and just be real with Jesus. He helps you out. He, he loves you. He lavishes you with goodness and grace and mercy. And he blesses you. Just be real with him. I want to encourage you to, to continue to seek Jesus this year. And it's my um, goal that as you jump on, whether it's me, whether it's Ethan, whether it's Declan, whether it's many special guests that I have to plan to bring on in the new year, to see Jesus through our, whether it's videos, podcasts, uh, festivals, to see Jesus because he is a gracious and loving Savior who just wants the best for you, who wants to love you and have an intimate relationship with you. So I want to say Happy New Year from my wife, from myself, from the entirety of our Truth team. I love you guys and enjoy it. We'll see you in the next one. See ya. Hey guys, we want to thank you for tuning in. We pray that this quickened your heart. If you'd like to give a one-time or become a monthly partner, visit our website and hit that Give Now button up at the top. We thank you in advance and pray that you continue to receive everything God has already given you by grace through faith.